It's time now for Pickin' and Puttin' with Clay Smith's quantitative anthology of stories behind the songs we know and love to hear and just how they evolve. Plus, a stroke of genius from Dr. Rick Zollinger, a golf nut who will present qualitative narratives from the pages of his own case studies in golf. It's Pickin' and Puttin'. and welcome Clay Smith here along with my podcast partner Dr. Rick Zollinger. Hey Dr. Z. Hey man how you doing? Good I'm glad we're rolling on with our podcast series entitled Picking and Putting. Yeah this is pretty exciting. We're gonna go into a lot of music history, golf history, whatever anybody wants to talk about. This will be a lot of fun. It's our passion beyond belief. Yeah, this, this, yeah this, man, I like it. We've been, uh, you know, talking about uh, music. Um, nothing beats hearing uh, your favorite song on the radio. It, it always gets us going. You know, the first keynotes are recognizable, and, you know, you start cranking up the volume, and uh, shoot, man, it's like putting you on the front row at a concert. <laughs> yeah, the problem is none of us know the lyrics. That's the thing. We rewrite every song that we love. Yeah. We might have to have a whole show just on lyrics. and Yeah, spit out your own verses. <laughs> yeah. I've heard shows where they do that. You hear the real lyrics, you go, oh. Well. You know, you think about what, what made these, you know, favorite songs so great. And there's always a story behind every one of them. And, uh. I'm always pleasantly surprised just to read a story about, you know, what went into it, you know, what moved somebody to write it and so forth. But, uh, well, I think they're usually, usually based on personal experiences or some life event or, you know, that's where country, country, uh, what we call country Western always used to be when we were growing up and you more than me, but definitely, it was, it was always a story. Always a story. I mean, you go back to Loretta Lynn and Tammy Wynette. <laughs> My God, I mean, they, you know. Hank Williams. Oh, man. <laughs> so they're always, but even even modern day guys, like the uh, song we discussed last time, you know, it was all about a, a, an interaction with his father. Exactly right. Um, exactly right. So this week, I'm, this week I'm, I'm reminded of uh, one that became Sir Elton John's signature song. And whether you prefer the 1974 original version or the one that he rewrote for Princess Diana in 1997, it remains a total classic. And that's Candle in the Wind. Yeah. You know, the story behind that, you know, what ended up as really the world's best-selling single of all time in terms of record singles. there's some fascinating information. The, the lyrics of the song, they're, they're heartfelt. They look back on the life of Marilyn Monroe and uh, the, the song's opening line, Goodbye Norma Jean, you know, that was her real name, Norma Jean Baker. Right. And, uh, you, know, you know, it was about the idea of fame or youth or somebody being cut short in the prime of their life. The song could have been about James Dean or Montgomery Clift or could have been about Jim Morrison from The Doors, for that matter. But uh, yeah, how we glamorize death, how we immortalize people, you know, it's all about that. And I think 
One of the biggest misconceptions in an interview that Elton John gave was the fact that uh, everybody thought he was a Marilyn Monroe fanatic and he was anything but that. <laughs> so he just had a lot of respect for her. But, you know, when Princess died, you know, died in that horrible auto crash, he and Bernie Taupin, who co-wrote the song, uh, they rewrote the lyrics. and. Uh, you know, gosh, they made you, they, you know, the front, top, the first line, they, they made you change your name, never knowing who to cling to when the rain set in. Um, even when you died, the press still hounded you. That's, that's how he rewrote the one that he did at the funeral. So, I mean, what a moving song. And, well, isn't, uh, it, isn't it interesting when you bring up both those names, how when that happens in life, and, I, and I've always wondered about to be a movie actress or a, a Tom yeah. Hanks, let's say, and exactly. to go back and go back and see yourself, oh. you know, in your mind, in that song, you hear that song and you envision 62 or whenever it was with her and, and, yeah. and uh, Princess yeah. Di, and forever in your mind, they're 30 years old. Right. And exactly. here, it is, here it is. Isn't that the truth? Elvis. Oh, Elvis is 30. Oh, yeah, no yeah. doubt. And and you look back, you realize Elvis died. He was what forty or something. 40, yeah, forty-two years old. Yeah, crazy, unbelievable. So, so a song Thank like you. that is a piece of history. You know, taken too quickly. And that song, you know, when he performed it during the funeral, obviously it was televised globally, and that's the biggest worldwide audience on television ever. Two point five billion. Billion. Song had the single wound up selling, you know, 50 million copies. So, well, you know, thinking about famous women, the thing I looked up for the golf side of today ah. was a lady named Marion Hollins, and she was okay. just in the news because she's going to be the 41st woman inducted into the Golf Hall of Fame. Oh, wow! Um, oh, wow! What, what's fascinating about her when you go back and review her is that she was born in the late like 1892. And in she became the early 20th century first real female architect, tomboy. She okay. played all sports. She founded what was called, I've got it written down, but it was the Women's uh, Golf and Tennis Club on Long Island. She was oh, a founding member in 1919. Good grief. But what, what's fascinating about her is she grew up in Santa Cruz, California, which is where Paso Tiempo is. Mm -hmm. And she uh, then in her early life in the 1920s. Oh, was Pasa Tiempo? Was that an Alistair McKenzie course? Yeah, let me get to that. That's I'm the, sorry. I'm that's sorry. The, that's the gist of this story. So okay. she went, she moved to Monterey Peninsula. Whoa. And she was a great golfer, great amateur golfer, yeah. like, like VAR or any of those great women golfers. Wow. And in 1929, Bobby Jones lost in the first round of the U.S. Amateur at Pebble Beach, which was a huge heps upset. Unbelievable. So he went and played a, a uh, exhibition with her. Really? At, at Pasa Tiempo. Unbelievable. In Pasa Tiempo, she had brought, the story was, she had brought All-Star McKenzie to that piece of property to oh, no way. help him design it. No and way. 
here's the big one. So she, she had met Sam Morris, who founded uh, Pebble Beach Companies yep. in 1919. So she met Alistair McKenzie, and they went, and she was the one who had the vision for Cypress Point on 150 acres. No way. And the, and the par three that's famous in all our minds over the greatest bay. meeting of land and sea. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, the, and the part, the par three that they were going to build Mackenzie yeah. said, nah, we can't do this. And, uh, um, uh, well, no, no, it was, uh, Seth Vane, Seth Rayner. Yeah. The architect. But anyways, so they came yeah. over and they said, well, we can't, we can't do that hole. And she threw down a ball put it on a tee and hit it to where the perspective green would be right in the middle. And she said, yes, we can. <laughs> so based on her that they went ahead and did that design. Unbelievable. So out of that, when she, here's the, the good story. So when she played that uh, exhibition with um, Bobby Jones, yeah. Alstar McKenzie walked with them. Oh my. So Jones, Jones asked him to design this course in this nursery in Georgia. <laughs> Okay. So he said, fine. Okay. So then while they're doing the design of Augusta National in the early, in the late twenties, Clifford Roberts, that's why I was asking you, Clifford Roberts says, well, Mackenzie, you aren't here enough overlooking the design of the course. What the heck's going on? So he sent Marion Hollins as his, as his surrogate. And Roberts goes, what, what are you doing, you know, sending yeah. this young woman out here? And he you said, don't tell that story too much. No, it's amazing. In today's world, I'm surprised they don't promote it. Exactly. Because she... Yeah, she especially with the, with the Augusta Amateur for women. I mean, it's... I, I, should have, this should have been lead story. It should be lead story. And somebody yeah. should take this podcast and run with it. Because Nuts. that's exactly right. She came and oversaw... And Mackenzie said to Robert, she said, whatever she thinks is what I think. And she knows better about my design than I do. And he called the engineer specifically in Augusta really? and said, you will do what this woman recommends. Whoa. So she, she. Phenomenal. Went, so isn't that amazing? That's so the she, untold story, man. Yes. Yeah, that's some great digging with, on your she part. She was involved with Possible Cypress Pool. Friends, that's why you tune into this podcast. You're going to get information you're not going to get in the rags. <laughs> oh, I, I mean, I started looking this up and I was just, I go, what you said. I said, bingo. Then Augusta National, Bobby Jones, Whoa. McKenzie, Clifford Roberts, and Marion Hall. I mean, you, you take all those. And then she, she died very young. She was hit by a drunk driver and then. No way. Her whole, uh, she died of cancer, but I mean, she was, uh, see, born in 1892. She must have died in like 41. So the Masters was what, five years old? That's that's an incredible, that's a secret gem of a story there, man. Yeah. Best held secret, that's for sure. You know what? You know, that's, you know who should give that. That's politically correct, man. (laughs) And you you know, should have that story. Hello, friends. That's who should discuss that. You got that right. He lives there. Yeah, no kidding. Isn't that uh-huh. the truth? Yeah. June dance. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Good gosh, am I? Well, hey, t- that's talk about signature songs, signature golf courses. I mean, oh. most historic in the world. I mean, my God Almighty. You know, yeah. 
You talk about Are you talking about the candle in the wind, by the way. Yeah, yeah Elton John. He still he performs the original version uh, at concerts today, but he has never performed the version that he did at Lady Di's funeral ever again. He's been it's been requested so many times, and he said he would never do it again unless asked by the sons. So that's that's pretty pretty. Yeah, cool. because that's a that's a. That rewrite was incredible. That was so movie. Yeah. I mean, that wasn't dry and the well, that's a 2. unique five million billion audience. <laughs> yeah, that's a unique that's a unique part of history. Um, I I uh, I can't even. When was that? Was that late eighties, early nineties? Late funeral? funeral? Yeah. When did she die? Ninety seven. Ninety seven. Ninety seven. Yeah. She uh, died in the crash, and uh, that was August of 97. Yeah, in the tunnel or whatever. Yeah, funeral was September uh, 6th, 97. Yeah. Incredible. She, well, she, yeah, that was a long story. She was dating the, the department, so, the huge department store. Yeah, Harrods yeah. owner. Son. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, well, that's, yeah, that's another story all together or something like that yeah <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable hey friends you know what what you're gonna tune into uh our podcast picking and putting and you're gonna you're gonna capture some of the greatest stories and secrets and gems of all time and uh don't don't forget to hit our subscribe button uh so we can share with you and notify you of each new uh, episode and uh all destined to give you muses and encouragement. So uh, thanks for listening. Yep, going to have fun with it. We're going to go back through time, and, and we'll go forward. We'll look at equipment changes and what people think forward-looking uh, course design should be and uh, whatever anybody wants to hit on. But it's always fun to go back and, and think about the history of song and golf. They're intertwined. Hey, Z. Hey, You're what? candle in the wind, man. Hey, baby. <laughs> I'm picking and a putting, baby. Got it, baby. <laughs> Adios. Adios, okay.